This is Dr. Eric Sims with Triple Crown Chiropractic, and this is the Tell Me Your Story podcast. Today, I'm here with Diane Hasse, mm-hmm. and she is the owner of Truffle Me. So, Diane, tell me, what is Truffle Me? Truffle Me is a fabulous little company I created to make fantastic and delectable desserts that we all need for our parties and our gift giving and our events and Truffle Me is little pieces of heaven. <laughs> well, I love that. Now, I've had some of your little pieces of heaven. But what exactly, if you could just kind of explain them, what are they? Truffles are chocolates. Truffles actually came from, the word truffle came from the mushroom truffle. Mm-hmm. And the first truffles were soft chocolate centers rolled in cocoa powder or nuts. And they resembled the mushroom truffle. Got it. And so that's how truffles got their name. So actually, technically, a truffle is only a soft center rolled in cocoa powder or nuts. It really isn't what we consider truffles today that are dipped in chocolate. Gotcha. Okay. But we still call them truffles. Okay. Otherwise, if they're not a circle, then they technically are a bonbon. Oh. But I call all of mine truffles because truffle, in my opinion, is another word for heaven. So that's what that's what, we, and that's a generic term that everybody you know associates with this kind of a chocolate. So it's okay. a soft center dipped in chocolate. Okay. Now, do you know when they went from like just the soft center rolled to actually being dipped in chocolate? Was that any particular story with that, or that I just... do not know? I think. I personally think just rolled in cocoa powder is very it's very soft and it's very hard to manipulate and to keep to looking nice and yeah. so you know I've had some truffles that are rolled in cocoa powder and that's just not enough sugar for me. So I really <laughs> like the whole chocolate idea behind that. I can understand yes, that. Yes, yes. I can understand that completely. Now, you have a variety of flavors that we have seen like yes. over the years that I've been yes. you know, eating your truffles. And tell me about some of them. Well, I started out with about four flavors when I started 16 years ago. Okay. And so every time someone say, well, what about this flavor or what about that flavor? I said, oh, hang on a minute. I can look into that. And so the, a number of flavors just kept evolving as I found a flavor I loved. And somebody suggested a flavor, and I would just keep working on a new truffle flavor. And so that's how I have about 18 flavors on my website. Very nice. Now, you said 16 years ago. How did this all happen? Well, it happened 16 years ago when our son was going on a trip to Australia. And he needed to earn some money, but more than that, he needed to take ownership in his adventure. Okay. So at that time, he liked to bake. Okay. So he said, let's bake cookies and let's learn to make truffles. And I said, oh, I've eaten an awful lot of truffles in my life, but never made any. So I think that sounds like a really fun idea. So we had like four or five truffle flavors that he sold. And, and um, he made a little money, took his ownership, had a fabulous time, went on a couple of years later to travel through Europe. Mm-hmm. And then as an adult, he's been to South Korea four times. So he became a world traveler. And I'm still making truffles. 
So, and I think I got a really good end of that bargain, personally. I mean, yeah, so, it's not terrible. Yeah, no, it's not a horrible thing at all. And so then about six years ago, I decided to become a small business owner. Okay. So I took that next leap of faith and, and did that. And so that's when Truffle Me was born. Gotcha. Was there anything that made you just kind of go like, you know what, I'm going to try this? Or was it was it somebody said, hey, you should do this? Or Yeah, yeah. Somebody said, Diane, you need to go teach truffle-making classes. Oh, okay. And I said, yes, I should, uh-huh. because I was a teacher. So getting up in front of people, teaching them things is in my blood. Gotcha. And I love to do that. And so then my husband said, all right, now you need insurance, Diane. <laughs> and to get insurance, you have to be a small business owner. So one had to happen before the other. So ah. that's Truffle Me happened, and I got my insurance, so I'm covered, and I am good to go, and I have a blast. Awesome. Awesome. So now I've seen your classes, and like, I have, I've yet to make one, but I'm going to make one because I know okay. that, uh, especially the one you were talking about here being up in Enlightenment Coffee. Um, now, as far as the classes go, and as you know, you're working on those, what does a class all entail? Okay, a class can be anywhere from a demonstration class is where you make one truffle mm-hmm. and all the way up to making a dozen truffles. Okay. So it's a big price range. So there's a price range for everybody. Sure. $5 for a single truffle all the way up to $50 a person for a dozen truffles. That's not a bad price though. No, I, mm. I think you get a lot for your money yeah, yeah. and a whole lot of fun and a lot of chocolate going on. Yeah, that sounds pretty good to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. And I have birthday parties and, and um, you know, I do truffle making for women's Bible studies and women's groups in general. The homemakers of Boone County had a, mm-hmm. a truffle making class. Just friends get together um, and just random people get together for a truffle class that I put out like on Eventbrite that's being held like I'm doing one at Enlightenment Coffee the end of month, the 26th of January. Okay. So okay. make sure you look that up on Eventbrite. We'll um, and I do a lot at Schoolyard Winery and other other churches and the libraries are okay. really great places for um, truffle classes. So at a class, I teach you, I, we talk all about chocolate, how to where chocolate comes from, mm-hmm. and then talk about melting chocolate and the do's and the don'ts of chocolate, because chocolate can burn very, very quickly, so mm-hmm. you have to really watch how you melt chocolate. Mm-hmm. And then I sh- teach you how to, and I show you how to mix a truffle dough, mm-hmm. and then we roll them, we dip them, and we decorate them. So you get to see from beginning to end how to make truffles. Okay. And I love, love, love having classes with children. Okay. I've done homeschool groups and had children come to regular truffle-making classes. And they're really good rollers, but they are all about the sprinkles. Really? Sprinkles (laughs) are king when it comes to kids. I've done some Girl Scout classes where I'm sure on that plate somewhere there is a truffle. (laughs) But there are more sprinkles than truffles. I got you. You know, so I mean, so it's all about sprinkles sometimes. It is. It It is. So I think truffle making classes are a fabulous way to just spend an hour and a half with friends that you like or you make new friends that you've never met before and you've had a glass of wine or a cup of coffee Mm -hmm. or something and you've just 
enjoyed each other. That's why I do truffle making classes, so people can really enjoy each other. That's awesome. I mean, that sounds like a great time, number one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, you mentioned uh, something there, talking about you know chocolate and how easy it is to burn. Mm-hmm. And in this past uh, Christmas, you know, I was cooking cookies with my mom, and the problem was is that she put the chocolate in the microwave, mm-hmm. and it came out super chunky. Mm-hmm. Okay, why is that? Why is it? She burnt it. Okay. <laughs> That's what awesome. she did. Awesome. That's well, what she did. Yeah. Yeah. And um, you cannot fix burnt chocolate. Right. You have to throw it away. Gotcha. And um, but there's also something, and so chocolate really can burn quickly. So, like when I melt chocolate, the perfect way to melt chocolate mm-hmm. is in a double boiler. Okay. You literally cannot burn chocolate in a double boiler. Gotcha. The heat just isn't hot enough for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I melt in the microwave. At thirty percent power, mm-hmm. that just is a that's just a percent that I figured out after burning chocolate many many times. Sure, sure. <laughs> um, and so that just melts it very very slowly. Okay. And so you really, I mean, have I burnt it at thirty percent? Yeah, because I walked away from my microwave and went and did something else. Totally forgot that I had chocolate in the microwave. Sure, sure. And even at thirty percent, it can be too much. So you you just have to really, really watch your chocolate. It took many, many years till I came to the point where I needed more than just that bowl in the microwave for mm-hmm. chocolate. And I went and purchased, purchased chocolate melting pots. Wilton is the company that makes them. Okay. And you can buy them at Walmart and Hobby Lobby and uh, Joanne Fabrics and Walgreens. Not Walgreens. Um, Michaels. Michaels. That's okay. the word I was yeah, thinking hey. for. Michaels. <laughs> and the beauty of that is that there's a low temperature on it. And you can keep the chocolate in there uh-huh. and never have to take it out. Okay. So you just can keep adding more chocolate to that pot every time you need it. Nice. Now, I'm going to ask you something. If you have chocolate left over from something you're doing, uh-huh. do you throw that chocolate away? You know, I mean, I, you know, I want to say no because you're looking at me. Yes. <laughs> With an evil eye, I'm looking at you. So what do you do with it? You scrape it out of that bowl, you put it in a container, and you put it on your pantry shelf, and you save it for the next time. Nice. Or you can eat it with a spoon. Okay. You could just eat it. You could put your um, pretzels in there, your nuts, some cookie pieces, and make another fun dessert with it. Okay. But you never, ever, ever have to throw chocolate away because it never, ever spoils Chocolate is going to be there at the end of the world with the cockroaches. <laughs> and the Because you cannot kill cockroaches. <laughs> and chocolate will never go bad. At least there's one positive then. There's one positive. <laughs> so, I mean, if you have, have had chocolate chips in your pantry for years, let's mm-hmm. say, like I do, because sometimes... I just don't get to them. Even when the chocolate looks a little funky, like okay. it's kind of browned over a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's got a word. Okay. That's called bloom. 
Oh. When it looks like it's got like white powder on it or yeah, something. Yeah. Okay, that's just bloom, and that just means that your chocolate has gotten warm, cold, warm, cold. Even from the factory to the store, the store while it's in the store, while mm-hmm. it's stored in the back room at the store, while it's in your pantry. You know, you change seasons, you get hot and you get cold within your house. That is just the cocoa butter that's come to the surface of the chocolate. And so when you use it, it just all melts right back down again. Okay. So okay. it is not spoiled. It is not moldy. Mm-hmm. You do not have to throw it away. Okay. Well, that's good to know. Cause it is. Because sometimes you even take a candy bar out that's been in your pantry a while. Yeah. And you're like, oh, that doesn't look good. Right. But it is okay. It is okay. Now, if you kept chocolate for 10 years, let's say, sure. it might not taste as yummy. Right. But it is still edible, and you can still use it. Okay. But you're going to say, they have expiration dates on that. Yeah. And it's because they have to. Of course. You know, the, the world says you have to have an expiration date on your bottle of water. Okay. So, um, so they, they do put expirations because they do want you to sell it and use it. Mm-hmm. But you do not have to worry about that. Well, that's awesome. It is awesome. Now, it's obvious that you're very passionate about this. And... You know, obviously hearing you talk about, you know, doing truffle classes with kids is awesome. As far as what is one thing that you wish you could change about doing truffle making? I would not change anything. Well, the thing I would change about truffle making is there are a lot of times I wish I didn't have to use a commercial kitchen. I got you. And because you can bake cookies at home. You can make bread at home. You can Mm -hmm. make pie at home. You can do all these things at home that are fun to sell and to eat. And that's because you bake them. I mean, that is the reason why you can do them at home. Ah, And truffles are not baked. And there's cream cheese and there's butter and cream in truffles. And so so I need to go to a commercial kitchen to do that. And I understand that and I embrace that and I do that. Mm -hmm. Okay. But it would be so much easier... If I could just do that at home, that would be a really more convenient thing for me. Sure. But that's what, you know, but I do it. I do what I have to do. Okay. I wish it was easier to put a commercial kitchen in your home. <laughs> that would be really lovely. That sounds like a project. <laughs> it would be a project. I'm going to say Boone County does not make that an easy thing. Okay. You know, I gotcha. so, so we looked into that mm-hmm. and we live in the country on a septic system. It was just something financially that was out of our know. realm. We just gotcha. was not going to, not going to do that. Would that have made my life easier? Yeah, it really would have, but sure. I do what I do and I do what I have to do. Gotcha. You know that. And you know, I also wish marketing was easier. <laughs> I really am not good on social media really? and marketing. I mean, you're doing great right now. I'm well, I right know, here, but you know? you know, it comes to computers. Uh huh. You know, they're not my thing. Okay. okay. I'm old. <laughs> I, you know, I didn't grow up with them. I you know, and my children look at me like I have horns on my head when I say, How do I? And go, Seriously, you don't know how to. Do? I said yes. I don't know how to do that. You know, and um, so I think that the whole realm of marketing, right, 
it, it is a game you play, and the game changes every day. It does change every day. I mean, Facebook changes every day, and how you what you have to pay for and what you don't mm-hmm. pay for, and how you put it. What words do you hashtag with? What you, know? you can use, what you can't use. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, I mean, I think marketing is is really hard if you don't have a big enough company with a marketing budget. Sure. I mean, there are people out there that know exactly what to do. Mm-hmm. I can't afford them, so <laughs> I do what I can do. You know, so, and I know you have to spend your money right. in the right ways. Of course. And you have to make those choices. Or you can be on a free podcast like you are right now. Or I can be on a free podcast <laughs> like I am right now. Thank you, Eric Simpson. Um, so, I mean, you know, so there are, there are things that I wish were easier uh-huh. in, as being a small business owner. Sure. Um, that would make my life easier, but they aren't. So I just keep rolling along, doing the best that I can. Gotcha. Well, I mean, it's it's a labor of love. It definitely is. If I had to live on truffle me income, Mm -hmm. mm, I'd be living in your back room, (laughs) you know, kind of thing. Because... I'm never going to make a fortune. Sure. I do this because I absolutely love making truffles. That's awesome. And I love seeing that look on someone's face when they eat a truffle for the first time. Mm-hmm. That is pure gold to me. That's awesome. And, and so it's like I was just at a meeting today and they said, every one of my clients loved their truffles I gave them for Christmas. You know, I said, that's what I want. I want people to just love them. And they do. Awesome. Well, that's fantastic. So, obviously, you've been doing this now for six years, mm-hmm. and you've been teaching classes for a while, and I'm sure that there have been some faux pas during class, you know. So, any good stories about making truffles? Well, some of the stories are, I always say, this is the size I think you should roll a truffle, because I think there is a certain size that truffles should be. Okay. Two bites. Okay. Except my husband eats them all in one, <laughs> and I yell at him every time. Um, because I think you need to take that first bite and see what that is. And, and your, your brain does something when you take that first bite. Mm-hmm. And then when you eat the second, it goes, oh, yeah, that is really what I want, you know, kind of thing. But I have some people at truffle at classes that make them the size of your fist practically. And I have to say, no, no, that is really too big because it's going to look terrible when you dip it. Right. And, and you just can't eat that whole thing because you're going to end up with no chocolate by the time you get to, or diabetes. Yes, that's right. And so, you know, I think that's what it, they, they make these huge truffles. And then, I always give them the lesson on how to, on dipping, it's, we do this thing called the shaky-shaky. Uh-huh. And it, it's on your spoon, and you have to shake the chocolate, the right. excess chocolate off a little bit. Sure. And, you know, they fall back in, and I said, get it right back out. They're, I do that all the time. Mm-hmm. And then they put it on their plate, and there's still this big puddle of chocolate under their truffle. And I say can we eat that puddle of chocolate? And I said, well, of course we can. Mm -hmm. It just doesn't look as pretty. So what you're aiming for is to not have that big puddle of chocolate under your truffle. Okay. And then there are the children who do empty the sprinkle bottles on their truffle. 
And that is, I just laugh because it is so cute because, and did you know that there are unicorn truffles out, or s- sprinkles out there? You know, I didn't know that. Unicorn sprinkles. Yes, they have little unicorn horns oh. and, and everything in oh. them. Yes. Oh, okay. And so, you know, I've gotten unicorn truffles made with kids at birthday parties and right. stuff like that. So, yeah, it's real fun. And gold. Oh, it doesn't get much better than gold on your truffle. Gold, gold's pretty wild. Gold is pretty good. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, then, I love hearing about this just because the fact is, is obviously, it sounds like a great time. So you said you have a class coming up on January... 26th. January 26th at Enlightenment Coffee. Yes. Okay. And do you have any others, any other time soon, too? Like Not a public one yet said. I have a couple that, you know, I love it when people call. I have six friends that I need to get together that I haven't seen. Right. said, call them up, have them come to your house. And we'll have a truffle class in your kitchen. Okay. That's one of my favorite places to do a truffle class because mm-hmm. it's all friends and they're all relaxed and they're just having a good time. And sometimes they talk over the top of me. And I said, <laughs> that's okay. I'm just going to be here rolling truffles and you can just have your good time and you're going to come and you're going to make them and you're going to think that you are brilliant and they are brilliant when they... When they get done, and I have people send me pictures of truffles they've made at home. Then that's awesome. So, and that's what I want. I want to see that you have truffles that you have made. Okay. And um, I show them how to add them to a cake. You mm-hmm. have a basic cake, and you want to do it special for an anniversary or a birthday. I did one for a baby shower, and I made pink truffles, and we put them all around the cake and put fresh flowers on the top, and it was absolutely beautiful. So, I mean, there's so many fun ways that you can um, do use truffles, but then just to have a fun get-together. And, oh, do you have friends that live out of state or out of the town here, You know, I do, have some, I do have friends and family that live out of state okay. and out of town. And if you haven't seen them in a while, uh-huh. a Zoom truffle-making class Ooh. is where you get to see them. Okay. <laughs> okay. So a Zoom truffle making class uh-huh. is where y- you give me all the names and the addresses. I send them everything you need to make four truffles. Okay. That's they awesome. get a Zoom link. Uh-huh. We all join together on Zoom. We have a class as if it was in person. You right. learn everything as if you were in person. Okay. But you get to make those four truffles in your own kitchens. And still talking and enjoying and visiting with your friends and family that you don't get to see. And I always say, no one is muted, and I'm just here to do truffles. You're there to have fun with each other. That's awesome. So that is really a great... During COVID, I did a ton of truffle classes on Zoom because no one could get together. Right, right. Nobody can get together at all. So it's still a great way because there were people that... We had crappy weather over Christmas here. There were people uh-huh. that didn't get to see each other. So you can now get together in person, mm-hmm. or you can still do a Zoom truffle-making class. All right. Well, then it sounds like we can connect you pretty much with anybody. We can. We yeah. can. Anybody I just can't go overseas, sure. Alaska, or Hawaii. Gotcha. That's the only place I can't go. Got it. Okay. Yeah. All right, folks. Well, for Diane, thank you very much. You know, Again, this has been Diane Hasi. Hasi with the Truffle Me, and it's been a great time. This is the Tell Me Your Story podcast. I'm Dr. Eric Sims, and that's it for today, guys.